This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to Zachary Reality. It is Zachary Reality, and we are live here on YouTube right after the episode of The Traders, episode nine. We also didn't do a recap here last week, so we'll chat a little bit about episode eight just because me and Connor, who is back, we're kind of upset. Bergie and Parvati were our favorites, were they not? They were for sure our favorites. What the hell? Like, I'm what? Pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> Especially in one episode to have both of them gone, like, damn. It was annoying. It was annoying to watch. How was Columbia? <clears throat> so much fun. It yeah. was, I was in Cartagena and it was like 100 degrees. It was beautiful. It was hot. Uh, it was warm. Um, I was on a yacht uh, last Friday. Um, Slay. With all my friends. Yeah. Like a, like a two-story yacht. This, this boat had, not even a boat, um, this vessel had two bedrooms in it, full staff and service. So I felt like a king. <laughs> Did you watch the episode in Columbia? No, I could, I, I got spoiled. Like, cause I can't avoid spoilers. Yeah. Um, so I saw the spoilers. I knew it was happening and I couldn't watch it there because Peacock is banned in other countries, I think, or what but, is up with that? I don't know. I was, I, I literally tried to watch it at night and I couldn't. Um, mm. So I got spoiled in general and I saw that Parvey left and, I was just upset because of that, but you know, it's, it's whatever. It, her game was sunk anyways. We all, we knew that with Dan sinking her game kind of and Peter being on her trail. So mm -hmm. what can you really do? I think we saw that we, we saw the writing on the wall, but you and I, we didn't want to admit it. <laughs> I mean, I think that like after press day for me, I got a pretty good indication that she was on her way out. So yeah. like seeing everyone live kind of just like I was able to pick on, pick up on a very few little things. Yeah. And I just knew that after watching the episodes as well, that it, she was on her deathbed. There was no way Parvati was going to survive. So I actually accepted it before it happened. So I was cool with it. Yeah. I mean, as for someone who didn't have the, or wasn't there at press day, he didn't know. <laughs> I was, I was upset, but we didn't even talk about press day where I saw all the videos and everything mm. and all the interviews you did. It's so cool that, that you met. All of them. Thank you. And all the interviews are out now. I just put out my interview with Parvati and Sandra today. Um, did you happen to catch it yet? I only saw what you posted on an Instagram. I haven't had a chance to watch the full one, but right after this, I'm tuning so, in because those are our queens. Those are my queens. Yeah, that was the last one I wanted to put up yeah. um, because I think it, it was the most epic one. And I also was most ner nervous to edit it. Um, there was like a couple things I said that I was just like, oh my gosh, why did I say that? Um, <laughs> one, of, one of those things was when I said Parvati's my favorite, like right in front of Sandra. Yeah. 
What did um, Sandra do? Oh, I you'll have to watch, to watch it. Yeah, okay, she, she watch. almost walked out. She almost walked out. <laughs> um, but it was all in good fun. Like, obviously, I love both of them so much. You yeah. know, I'm sure they can understand that, like, we all have our favorites. And it's not yes. always personal. But it was such a good interview. But I also did – I brought up Russell – um, I changed the topic really quickly because I didn't oh. want to make them uncomfortable, but like it just like happened like halfway through. And other than that, it went so well. That's that's good to hear. I'm happy it did, but they probably hate Russell. They probably despise that man with all with both of them. Both of them combined hate him so much, I bet. So I'm um, sure you yeah. could feel it in the room when you brought it up. I changed it within three seconds. You can watch it during the interview, um, but it went really, really well. I feel like I got a lot of good ground with them where we talked about tribal council versus the round table. We talked about yes. like Sari. We talked about like the challenges on traders versus the challenges yeah. on Survivor and just kind of like Sandra's gameplay being anyone but me. And then Parvati, she was talking about how she evolved since being the flirt. And we also got a reconciliation between Ekansu and Parvati um, together. I got them. Because, oh, wow. yes, because um, Parvati was in the room during my Ekansu interview. So yeah. I was like, Parvati, you got to get in here because we're talking about you. And they hugged it out. Parvati truly had, she couldn't, she had no one to murder. And Sandra wasn't drinking. Um, so it's like there were okay. some people who weren't drinking in the house. So Parvati's um, murder to Ekansu was completely innocent. So I, I feel like I got that closure. You got the closure live and everyone needs to watch it. I will be watching that right after because I need to see this reconciliation between the two of them because I also love that consume. I'm a big Love Island UK fan. So For sure. seeing, seeing just seeing Love Island and Survivor, I never think never thought I would see this crossover. So how this, iconic. No, this crossover is crazy. And I always think of John when I think of the craziest crossover of all. Um <laughs> But I do want to talk about Bergie because he also was eliminated last episode. This was definitely a shock. I did not see this coming. I didn't get any indicators during the press day. All he told me was that it was going to come full circle for him from whatever like happened on Love Island. And yeah. I didn't really get that reference. Um, but I understood why they blindsided, why they voted him out because they were trying to knock down Peter. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they were just trying to take out all of the Peter pa Peter's pals Peter Powell. one by one. And I think that was a good strategy because they couldn't murder Peter because he was safe from the week before from when they did that whole fire thing outside. Peter was was safe. So out of that group, I mean, it was either between P Bergy and Trishel. And I think that Trishel would have been a better option knowing what we know now in episode nine. I think Bergy was a huge blindside. They should have they should have gone for Trishel. I think that was a huge, huge error on the the traders' part. It just wasn't. It just didn't work. I love Trishel. I think she's like becoming my like favorite on the show now. Now oh, that's my, now that's that's my, my, my other total favorite. Opposite. I hate Trishel. Really? No, because I feel like I'm kind of starting to root for the faithfuls now not i'm like 50 50 because like i want to root for the traders but there's part of me that is rooting for the faithfuls yeah. um and i just feel like trishel and peter are doing like such a good job and like they need to give get credit get credit for that like people shouldn't hate them because they're literally playing the game and exposing the traders i think that trishel is doing a good job i just dislike trishel because she was going all in this episode on phaedra i think peter is just such a polarizing faithful though like he's it's 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 like a 360 now people are thinking that he's so much of a faithful that oh crap he actually might be a traitor and we're seeing that this episode that we can talk more about but i don't know i i don't think that it's becoming too much for people in this game and for someone like sandra to even start to say that peter might actually be a traitor 
for what he was looping in with Parvati the, the, in last week's episode and the deals that he's making with with Parvati and with Dan. I mean, it, it, it seems suspicious. So I, I think Trishel is playing a good faithful game, but Peter, it's it's toying on the line of being too much, in my opinion. Whew. I don't know. I know that's your guy. I know that's your guy. I'm, Peter's my number one. I love Peter. <laughs> Peter is my castle daddy, okay? And tonight, <laughs> let's. we need to acknowledge the freaking elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. uh, this is you not The Bachelor, and I do not have to kiss your ass for a rose. We were waiting for weeks for that. We were waiting weeks for that. Break. And when I say that Damn. delivered, and then it cut to commercial break... I know it was crazy. It was and then crazy. they started to replay it. I thought that they were going to have her say it again, but you can't replay greatness. No. Definitely need to go back into the episode and clip that. I was going to watch it, but then I was trying to get through. I'm so pissed, Connor, that they didn't show MJ's vote. I am too. I thought you they. How did they not show it? How did they not show who gets banished at the round table? I just think this cliffhanger. This is probably the climax of the season. Like this vote is the climax of this entire season by this far. This vote is everything. And it MJ, everything. who I've literally told you about for how long have I been telling you about MJ? Yeah, I've been, and we, and back in September when we did our full cast reveal, I said, mm -hmm. I don't know too much about MJ, but look at her now. I mean, it's all Where coming down to her final, it's all coming down to her final vote. I said from day one, you've never seen Shaz of Sunset. You don't know MJ. I'm no. like, I'm telling you, if there's anyone that's going to sneak up on you, the smartest person in the room, it is MJ. Yeah. So as an MJ um fan as an mj supporter i think she is going to vote for phaedra i think that's what she's going to do i, I do think too. she knows she has to i think she does too i think because they wouldn't show the clip in between the episode where or in between like the the round table before that said that mj was talking about how her vote wasn't decided but this whole time she's been on phaedra's side she's been defending phaedra just like sheree has just like all the other bravo girls were and for them to put in that one clip about her saying like oh my vote's up in the air i mean i just feel like that that's a huge teaser to show that phaedra's out the door and it sucks. Mm. Well, you and never know, because I was actually really taken aback when Kevin was eliminated. I thought it was going to be Trishel. So the editing could really fool us. And maybe maybe it is. We've been fooled so much this season where we were convinced like three weeks ago that Peter was going to be a traitor. We were so I'm always fooled. Convinced. I am literally, I'm like so good at stuff, but I'm also always fooled. <laughs> yeah, always. I thought I've had this season locked in, but now I'm like, hell no! I every episode I'm I don't know. I um, feel like I'm taking a side, and it's always been wrong. And I'm like, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Helen says she votes for Phaedra. That's why it's a cliffhanger. See, that's kind of what I was thinking because if it was Peter, then maybe they would have just showed it. But because it's Phaedra, maybe they want to like let this play out a little bit more because Phaedra's so iconic. Yeah, Phaedra's the best character on this cast by far. Who's I know. delivering the most each week? So like, they're, they they probably mm. want to keep her as long as they can and to drag this out as long as possible. The thought of losing Phaedra on this show makes me worried for the rest of the show. And it's like, I mean, she's just so fascinating to watch on TV. She's so entertaining. Like, she is the complete star. So it's going to be such a different dynamic when she is gone. But I also think that because she is such a big presence, that we're really going to focus on the strategy of the game in the final episode after her.
I agree. I think if Phaedra leaves, it's all it's going to be all about the strategy behind who's going to be the trader because it depends on how you know we we know that Kate is going to be um, we know that Kate's a trader now, so it depends how she's going to play the rest of the game if Phaedra is voted out. It wasn't looking too hot in the beginning of this episode because MJ immediately walks in and just says. Kate, like, what's wrong with you? What's going See? on? Her, her, MJ. like, face, her face M- is just like, uh, what? What are you talking about? And, M- like, fucking J knows yeah. everything. All she's, these people that I gonna win. All these people that I thought were like not going to be playing well, Peter, MJ, Trishelle, even are surprising me by far. So I, I'm impressed with how they're playing and delivering in general. So if Phaedra gets eliminated. Kate might have to recruit another trader. She could recruit MJ, and MJ could win the game. You, th- I could totally see that. I could totally see that. But do you think that they? Because there's only two more episodes. I Are believe. you sure? I thought that's what I heard. There, the, there's only two more episodes because didn't we talk about the finale being early March? So I, there's something about week. there's something about March first, like the week of March first, where it's like the last week. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like it would be so late to recruit a trader next week if they. Yeah, if that's you never, know. You you never know. know. You never know. I don't know how the, I haven't watched UK or any of the other seasons, but I have no idea um, if they will. Like, I would be surprised if they did, but it wouldn't be you know the most ridiculous thing we've seen this season so far. For sure. Well, let's kind of um, start breaking down the episode, um, talking yeah. about a little bit more juice, um, getting yeah. into Kate and her decision. Now, it was kind of crazy to see her in this dungeon and see Phaedra face her and be like, you're either going to die or you're going to become a traitor. <laughs> so she accepts the role as traitor and she was instantly kind of shocked about how Phaedra didn't really have a lot going on. She didn't have much of a game plan. She didn't really know what to do. And she was almost asking Kate for advice. Yeah. And now I thought this was really interesting because the first half of the season, while Phaedra was traitors with Dan and Parvati, we did talk about how Dan and Parvati were making more decisions and how Phaedra was kind of floating. She took a step back during the chalice thing she took a step back during the bergy vote or whatever like you know so what are your what are your thoughts on their dynamic and how the two of them are going to link up together well i think it makes perfect sense for phaedra to not know really who to murder because like you said that's been her entire strategy this whole game she's been playing the oh i'm not going to make it i'm not going to make the calls dan and parvati can get blood in their hands and now it's finally time for phaedra to make a shot because she's the the og trader the the lead trader right now and for kate to come in and for her to you know be, be given the say of what to do i think that's I, I wouldn't blame her. I think that is a little alarming behavior for her. And I, you know, I think Phaedra needs needed to have more faith in her gameplay of what to do and what to murder and who to murder that evening, which I think would have helped Kate to maintain a little bit more composure because I think, mm-hmm. yeah, that is a little alarming. Like you're being recruited as a trader. You have an ultimatum. You're either going to die or you're going to become a trader. Like it, it would be shocking for anyone. So I think Phaedra could have helped with that blow a little bit more if she could have been like, Hey, this is your first murder. I think we should, you know, we should murder either Kevin or Trishel and then just get it over like that and, mm-hmm. and calling the shots. But to put that in Kate's lap, I mean, you can't really do that to someone. Even Kate, I was like Kate who has every witty thing to say in the book this season, you know? 
It's it's so funny. And Kate is also a huge personality, just like Phaedra. I mean, she was kind of like the Phaedra of last year, like just yeah. that really big presence. And if if you would have told us last year that Kate would have been back and now as a traitor, I, I can't wait to see the cast reaction from like last year. Like someone called Rachel Riley. Like, what does she think? I, so, I, what if Rachel Riley is at the reunion? I would love to bring what? that. Like, the, like to get like the season perspective, it's not going to happen. I would doubt mm. it happens. But even seeing like Cody, Rachel, even what's the guy's name that was the faithful that no one knew his name, Christian, the one with the yeah. hat that he always wore. You know, I would love to see that. But even you know, I know that season one, but I, it, it's it's surprising to me to mm. to know why. Phaedra would pick Kate. I wish we saw a little bit more of that rationale. But it's just because the Bravo thing. Like she had to pick someone in her Bravo clique, and Kate was on last season. That's why. And Kate's yeah. good TV, and I'm. It was just, of course, she picked Kate. Yeah, but she could have picked like us, even like a Trishel or a Sandra, because Phaedra she doesn't knew. know them like that. Though, like you have to pick Bravo, and I feel like the Bravo clique is, needs to stick together right now because the other people are outnumbered, and. Yeah. You know, Sandra kind of is now a housewife. So Sandra is Sandra is a uh, real housewife a, of Survivor. Yeah, <laughs> she really is. She's been adopted into the housewives clan. So I love it. I, I love that she's yeah. the housewife. So are you rooting for the Bravo Click or are you rooting for the game, the Peter Pals? Uh, I think I'll probably I'll root for the Bravo Clan. I think like Ooh. I I I want to see Phaedra come out of this. You know, just solely because she has delivered the most out of the season, and I think. She deserves to make she it. She deserves. To the end. Um, she does. She deserves first seat next to Andy. She for sure does. And the union, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So I don't know. I just like as much as I love Big Brother, as much as I love Dan. Uh, I'm just gonna say it now. Dan completely screwed over everyone's game, and by everyone, I mean Parvati and Phaedra, the, her or his other traitors. Yeah, so he, he really, really was. He was collateral damage. Yeah, we're we're seeing the ripple effect. Like Dan left like four episodes ago, and we're mm -hmm. still seeing the effects of his decisions today. And yeah. oh wow, you're really mad at Dan. I am because like it just ruined. Like you can't call wow. like I I don't know. Like it almost needs to be a new rule. Like if you're a traitor, like you can't like per go all in on another traitor. Like because it's not fair. Like I guess it's a it's the name of the game but like it really puts a target on someone's back so it's you okay. know okay okay connor speak your truth i know Could that was a strong opinion this? that this, was a, I, you're saying this right now i know i know oh, if you I'm were not, at the round table what was that if you were at the round table is that what you're saying no 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 i'm saying like it, it, i'm saying isn't it surprising that i'm saying this as such a big a oh. big big brother fan i'm like throwing dan under yes the that's that's why I, that's originally why i said i was shocked yeah yeah i'm shocked too that i'm saying it but i mean i, I i'm team phaedra right now and i feel bad so there's that's connor's loyalty i mean he'll turn on a heartbeat you know <laughs> my loyalty was to peter from day one peter and parvati i rode that out as long as i could with parvati i'm yeah. still team peter i'm rooting for phaedra and I'm someone I'm surprisingly like is Trishel. I didn't expect to become such a fan of hers throughout the season. And I'm really into what she's going to do. I'm into what Kate's going to do um, now that she has a lot of power and Phaedra could be gone. So um, they decided to murder Kevin, which they thought they decided to do that because he what they thought someone had a shield, Trishel. They were worried about the shield with Trishel. They didn't know who it was. And I think 
honestly, Kevin was probably just an easy murder because they knew Kevin didn't have the shield because he was inside that house the whole time. He would like there would there would have been no possible way for him to have a shield because he was manning the lights last week. So mm-hmm. it was probably like thinking about it now, just a strategic decision because Trishel might have had a shield. Sandra could have had a well, shield. Trishel did have a shield. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, and I forgot from, that. I did too, a little bit until like they kind of brought it up at the beginning. That's but, why I was shocked at breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I I think it was just probably the the safest murder because in the traders' minds, like they couldn't afford to have someone else be protected by a shield because mm-hmm. that just is going to sink their game even more, you know. So mm-hmm. it was, especially would have put the nail in the coffin for Phaedra. I think if if they would have tried to murder Trishel and she would have been saved, like Phaedra for sure would have been a goner, you know. So Kevin's gone, and I'm not. I feel like I'm not too sad about it. He wasn't like the main character. Like it was, he was definitely like lollygagging around a lot. Like he wasn't. He was kind of like a follower. Like he wasn't making moves. He was just going along with like his alliance and everything. And the Peter yeah. pals are getting picked off one by one. So they're down to three people in their alliance. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting to see the numbers this week, where there was four Bravo people: Sheree, Phaedra, Kate, and MJ. Sandra, Real Housewives of Survivor. Right. And then CT was kind of a swing vote, but he almost kind of went to the Peter Pals. So they're at a loss for numbers. So what was your what was just like your thoughts about how the numbers kind of settled this week? I think it's surprising that we've seen such a huge like reaction between CT and Phaedra. Where we see, we've seen like them almost kiss at certain points. And, her castle daddy. Yeah, that's her castle daddy. So I was yeah. really surprised to see CT vote for her. I mm. think what really like, you know, he's a gamer at the end of the day. And for Phaedra to move the target during the challenge to somewhere, and when he even drew it out on his little chalkboard to show how big of a difference it was in where the target was supposed to go mm-hmm. and where Phaedra pointed it. It made sense, and, 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 and like, it, but I don't think that's how Phaedra intended it to be. I don't. I think Phaedra was just saying, "Oh, this might be easier to get since it's in the bottom row, since there was th- like one, two, and three. So, hmm. I mean, it, it's a shame that's how it went. But I was really, really surprised that CT would turn on Phaedra so quickly like that. But like I said, he's a gamer. He's a gamer. Yeah, Castle Her Daddy. Castle da- that was such an iconic term. Um, yeah. Well, I got an interview with CT too, so everyone can go check it out on my page. Johnny Banana crashed the interview, which was great. Um, oh, I got, speaking of Castle Daddy, I saw on Instagram right before this that Abby Maria tagged you on mm-hmm. Instagram and called said call, called you Castle Daddy. So I mean, the term me is Abby, Yeah, me and Abby have been texting. She has <laughs> she really wants to go on Traders. She loves coming on the show. Well, Sandra so called her out. Sandra, Sandra's throwing out her name for Traders season three. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the challenge. I love challenges like this because it really exposes like who is aligned with who. Um, however, yeah. it didn't really necessarily go that way as they all realized that no one was good at it and they actually needed to work together so they didn't lose all their money. Yeah, I think like it was a, I like the idea of the challenge. It was really giving OG Survivor vibes because mm-hmm. back in the day with Survivor, challenges were designed just like this where either through awards or whatever. So I know I'm mm-hmm. geeking out a little bit, but I mm-hmm. love that aspect. But the execution of it was horrible. Did no one test out this challenge beforehand? Like they went like 12 tries without getting. Well, it seems hard, Connor. It seems hard. I know, but like they could have at least tested it out a little bit more. Like how did all those, how did all those people go and then not get one? Like they're tired. They've been filming for days. They haven't had much sleep. They're paranoid. That's how. (laughs) 
let's talk oh. about John. We haven't talked a lot about him since we've been doing these recaps since the beginning because he's been so underrated, but I feel like yeah. he's truly emerged as such a star. Um, I love him. He kind of like ruins the fun sometimes because he calls out like the shenanigans, which like are yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of like the dad, like ruining the fun, but he's yeah. so endearing and he's so likable and he's the ultimate faithful. Um, what oh are my your God. Thoughts? What are you, your thoughts? What? Oh, I do not think he's endearing. I think he puts on this endearing personality, but look at what he says at the round table. He called Parvati last week a duchess of murder or a mistress well, of murder and a duchess yeah. of deception. Like he goes, <laughs> he goes all in. He at the is shady. Table. He's shady, but he's from the parliament. So he's like, whatever yeah. that means, shady. He's just yeah. so funny though. He's, he's, he's an orator. He knows how to speak. And even him, he went in on Phaedra tonight too. He was grilling her ass. Wow. And like Phaedra, everyone was like, whoa, man, like this is crazy. He's really good at shade though. He is. He's the, he's might even be up there with Phaedra in terms of the shade because mm -hmm. he just like punches it in. Like Phaedra yeah. just sprinkles it and then kind of goes in for the kill with her words. But John just like, has such a power and a way with what he says and speaks because he also just has that sort of commanding presence. Like when John says something, everyone's going to listen to it. Yeah. And and that's Trishel was saying that too. Like John, we yeah. need you to speak up this time because Trishel was in the hot seat. Peter's been in the hot seat. You know, John is the third man in that alliance. So I feel like he stepped up for the faithfuls. So he, he's so loyal. We got to give him points. Yeah. Um, then, so who ends up winning the shields? The shield, it was uh, CT that won the shield. Yes. The CT won the shield. And I think it was, I mean, I think that's probably the last person that needed the shield, to be honest. But well, it, true. I, I but it, it, it is what it is. But they're really going back to the challenge, though. There was really no strategy that they had. The only strategy that they had to shoot the target was the ones that were easiest, where mm. the, the design of the game was to target like people that you didn't want to have the shield, it came down to it being, oh shit, we can't, we can't like shoot and miss anymore, mm -hmm. which is what they were doing. So it had to be like, who was the easiest target to get, which is a shame to see. I wish going back to survivor, I wish they would have done sometimes when like someone would just choose who to like chop out. Like, yeah. like would they have like a, like a machete and then they would choose personally who to, murder in this sense like this was a little too hard to follow for this yeah cast. yeah because it would have been fun if like you have like yeah. four, three um three tries so then you just really go up to people but that's not the show that's not the it, show it's not the show but they tried to do something similar to it and i think that it would have been interesting to see that aspect maybe in season three we'll see something a little bit more survivor-esque in that way because yeah it had a blend of it so mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear about season three and like if they're casting right now, when they're going to shoot it. I like, heard they are. I think I saw something on oh my like gosh. social media Ooh. saying that there, there's calls that have already been made. There's Ooh. emails that have been sent, texts that have been sent. So maybe we'll have some spoilers here. Maybe even before the season ends. Who knows? Oh my God. I can't wait to see what happens. Okay. So we get back to the house and yeah. Peter and his crew are really paranoid um, everyone's Trishel is trying to make a campaign against Phaedra. The Bravo click seems to be all on board with voting for Peter. So we're kind of divided in half. You see Trishel and CT have that conversation where CT is swayed. What did you think of Peter, I guess, pulling Phaedra aside? Is he made the same mistake with Parvati? He did the same thing. With, yes. I, he's pulled every single one of these traders aside in how everyone else thinks about it. They think that Peter is making a, de a deal with the devil. He did it with Dan. He did it with Parvati. He's now doing it with Phaedra. And I think Peter has 
obviously good intentions because he is a faithful, but the optics behind doing it is off-putting for everyone. But off-putting would actually be the word to describe Peter, in my opinion, for this how other people are perceiving him. I can't believe the way they're talking about Mr. Pilot Pete. I know. Pilot Pete, so is, Pilot Pete is off-putting, though. He's closing doors in people's faces. He's not trying to. He's just trying to be a good faithful. I know, but people <sighs> don't think that. Like I said, it's, yeah, a 360, it's a 360. When you do that, people might think, man, that might be traitor behavior. Yeah. So okay. it's Wait. hard to see. There's a lot of good shit we need to talk about from this roundtable. So, yeah. um, you know, MJ kind of hears hears it out and, and is like, listen, I'll hear what you have to say at the round table, right? Nobody wants to over-strategize because it seems like they have a limited time for dinner, you know, like yeah. they're, they're really hungry and they it seems like they have like only an hour or two to get to yeah. the round table. So everyone's just like, save it, let me eat. Yeah. Right. They're so hungry. For sure. I think like it, I feel kind of bad. It's like they need more time in the day to, to eat at least and to, to, to talk or I don't really know. I think it's kind of a, it's a weird dichotomy here where you're like going from a challenge, you're eating dinner. Everything just feels like such a jam packed day where it probably is hard to digest all this information. So mm. I don't blame any of them for being like, nah, like just save it for the round table at this point, you know? Yeah. Also, it, it seems like they um, film every day. So it's yeah. like you literally there's the breakfast, the challenge, the confessionals, then the whatever. And then like maybe they have a day off like after three days in a row, then they get a day off because obviously this takes like 20 days maybe to film. So they have to have a couple days off in between, I think. they have. I feel like they would have <sighs> to. I feel like I would just be so mentally drained after mm -hmm. like day three or something like yeah. that. I just say I would just be so defeated especially if you were a faithful and you didn't get a single trader in that time which we have seen mm -hmm. already like that would be morally exhausting and just mm -hmm. mentally exhausting so they're mm -hmm. probably if they are going every day i mean they're probably mm -hmm. not even thinking straight to be honest yeah maybe they have like a day where they just like lay in the room and just yeah. like take a day off so the round table it was so hectic and crazy it kind of yeah. started off with john going in at phaedra um how yep. did you how did you did what how did you think she responded to that what did you think of john versus phaedra i thought phaedra well i'll start with john i think john had such a con like vince just a convincing argument he's yeah. such a he's so convicting with his words and everything that he says i mean he just drilled into phaedra that she was the traitor i think he said she was a traitor about a million times in his little yeah. <laughs> but phaedra just popped back and was like I'm not a traitor. Why would I be a traitor? And just like gave it right back to him where I don't think most people could, for example, like Dan couldn't do that. <laughs> there you Even go again Shell, with Dan Shade. I know. I know. I feel, I love Dan, but um, like he would, he would play this. He played this game too much like big brother and you can't do that. Obviously we saw that he got murdered or banished. Mm -hmm. So I think that Phaedra held her own, which give, make, gives me some hope that her Bravo girls will come through. But I think it, 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 it goes back to the MJ vote, the swing vote here. And I hope that it was enough for what she was saying and her comebacks to hold her ground to show that, you know, that, that she stays another day. Yeah, um, that was pretty rough. Phaedra, you know, it's just she's tired. Everyone's really just coming for her and coming for her at week after week, every day. Yeah. It's just like she's tired. Like, leave her alone. Um, so yeah. I will say the interaction between her and Pilot Pete was very crazy like yeah. you know i think he felt really offended the way she came at him and, but it's you know, like total gaslighting like i know peter's your guy but like peter has been drilling into phaedra like 
the, this episode and even a little bit of last episode, he did the same thing with Parvati. And then for he now, did drill, so, he did drill into Parvati hard. And that and was a now, crazy romance scene. Crazy. That was so dramatic between them. It was like <laughs> it in was a movie. Romantic. It was romantic. <laughs> but to see, but for Phaedra to now give it back to him after Peter has just been running his mouth, doing whatever he wants this entire oh. episode that we, the episodes, multiple episodes. And for him to now get called out, he's going to be like, oh my God, I'm so upset. Like, wow like i mean it, it's a good tactic i guess but like you gotta know he had to have known it was coming you know someone was gonna take yeah, a yeah. shot at him like that so no phaedra is so good at delivering lines at the round table and reading oh, people God. um she's so fabulous and she really came for him and she said and we said it earlier in the episode this is the bathroom. <laughs> I'll have to kiss your ass for a rose. <laughs> it was such a good line. I need that on a shirt. Do you think that's more iconic than Lord Not Ek and Sue? Or I mean, I, both equally as iconic. Both equally as iconic, but like that one, like you could hear a pin drop in the room from that episode. Everyone was just like, oh my God. Like, Do you watch, just... um, so she's on this show called Married to Medicine and her reunion dress is literally a rose. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. <laughs> oh my god number one she looks great and number two that's Isn't fantastic it, like the theme for it was flowers but like okay. i don't i just wonder if there was any thought about the fact that it yeah. all correlates yeah she's, she's a genius i'm gonna be sad to see her go next week i think that is my prediction that's kind of where we leave things off you know what do you think is going to happen next week after she goes i, I Okay, so if Phaedra goes, there's two options with for Kate that she either doesn't recruit anyone if she's not given the opportunity, and she either rides the win out and she is the one at the end, and you know she she fools everyone and takes it. Yeah, I think that is not as likely. If the other option is Kate does choose someone else to recruit, she could either choose you know MJ Sandra like you mentioned, Sam Sandra or like. Or Sheree. Or Sheree, yeah. But, like, even those aren't, like, strong options, I feel like, for Kate. So it might even be easier for her to just try to ride it to the end if she's able to kind of get over that shock and that hump that we've seen. But yeah. MJ's already on her tail. And MJ, what people have, haven't really talked about with MJ is she has, I think – honed in on every single traitor i remember in the first episode she knew that dan was a traitor i think in the mm -hmm. next few episodes after that she knew that parvati was a traitor before everyone else so mj has like a really good radar and she's very under the radar herself with just not really calling it out you have mj on one side mm -hmm. and then you have peter on the other and they're both just so different with how they play mm -hmm. so mj honestly might in my opinion might be the best faithful based on how oh, she's yeah playing. So I think the, that's a good point. And I think Kate maybe might want to ride it solo if she doesn't want to recruit MJ or whatever. If she rides it solo, I think she's going to try and get rid of John first because yeah. Peter is like a shield for her. Yeah. So I think that John is kind of going to be up and then maybe Trishel or CT would be next on her list. And yeah. then I think that if something's going to happen at the end, I think MJ might 
be the one to call out Kate and then the faithfuls will win because if there's only two episodes left, I think that there's still like a lot of faithfuls where it's looking like the faithfuls are going to win this. I think so too. I don't, I, I honestly don't think that Kate has it in her. I think she's a lot of talk and we'll see if she delivers um, with her gameplay. I know she said, she said even last season, she's like, why can't I be a traitor? Why can't I be a traitor? She was so pissed to be a faithful the entire be careful what you wish for i know be careful what you wish for and then here we are she has the opportunity to be a faithful or a traitor and how is she gonna how is she gonna perform and what is she gonna do in the 11th hour because it is mm-hmm. the 11th hour of the season we are close to the end and if you know if it was a, if it was sandra or parvati in her shoes this would be completely different i think they would they would be able to even trishel i think they those three women would be able to ride it to the end and mm-hmm. fool everyone. Mm-hmm. But it just, I think is indicative to see how MJ called her out. And like in the, in the first minute of breakfast, MJ so just like, knows she's so intuitive. I literally have always said that. So intuitive. So, so intuitive. She knows Kate and she didn't. And I think like MJ doesn't know that Kate's a traitor yet, but it was yeah. just like the first gut that something was different when she saw her and she felt it. And that's just like, so amazing. Well, because Kate always oh. has something to say. And yeah. in that moment, it looked like Kate was just like stone cold silent. So mm-hmm. you can read, a, you can pick up on people's body language and they're what they say. Yeah. And if it's not consistent, then you like, you know, that it's not, you know, mm-hmm. there's something that you, you know, that something is up okay. and MJ for sure, in my opinion, knows that something's up. <laughs> yeah. So the reunion is actually going to be filmed March 1st. Um, and that will air on Peacock in a couple weeks after, I guess, sometime okay. in March. So let's talk about what we want to see at the reunion. We already said we want to see Phaedra first chair. Yes. Um, a lot of people are talking about Larsa and Marcus and they had like this breakup and now they're like apparent back together. Um, the T is that they are back together. I just listened to Larsa on a podcast yesterday. So did they, did they break up? It's confirmed that they broke up and they got back together. So she like said that they were, she said that they were having problems for like a month. She didn't specify okay. like what the problems were. She kind of just said that like her kids live in LA and they're like touring colleges and she's in Miami and she's so busy. And then he has like a life in Orlando. So they were just not seeing eye to eye for a few, for a few different reasons. Yeah. So they were fighting a lot. And then it reached like a breaking point where she was like, I just need a minute. I need to see if like, you know, I need a second. So she deleted all the pictures and then she was just talking with her friend and saying like, do I un do your friends, are your friends supposed to unfollow your ex? And she didn't like know she was feeling the fire. Um, but she got, yeah. they were back together a day or two later and they're still together now and they want to work on it. Okay. Okay. Well, do, so do you think we could see Larsa and, um, and what's his name? We, do Marcus. You think we could, Marcus. Yes. Do you think we could see them at the reunion together? Because mm-hmm. you didn't see Larsa at press day. She wasn't there. Well, her so, and Marcus were supposed to come. They originally were on the list. And then, okay. you know what? Maybe they didn't come because they were fighting. That's what I'm thinking. Like, did, like, so can we just assume that they're going to be there if they're still together by then at the reunion? Like, Yeah, they'll would, be there. Okay. I, w- and, I hope so. I hope they make it. Yeah. The Miami Housewives reunion starts next week. The finale was last night. And okay. there, was, there was apparently like a scene with Marcus where he was like, you know, maybe fighting with some of the other ladies because yeah. they're kind of bringing up his dad about how yeah. his dad might not be too fond of Larsa. Yeah. So like he might be fighting with some of the other housewives. So there's going to be a lot of Lar- Larsa and Marcus drama on 
the Traders reunion, I think, as well, a little bit, which yeah. could add just a little fun and spice. Maybe they can just bring them out for a segment versus having them out for the whole time because I don't want to make the whole thing about them. But like, it could be some like you know gossip and comic relief to have this with which has nothing yeah. to do with the actual show of Traders, you know? Yeah. As my, okay, going back to Dan, I keep bringing him up, bringing him up. Yeah. But what I want to see at the reunion is just like Parvati versus Parvati and Phaedra versus Dan, just like grilling into him about how they ruined his how how he ruined their game mm. and how he was like like not a like not not a good traitor at the end because even last season like no one else threw Sari under the bus. Sari mm-hmm. was the best traitor obviously she won but I I think like everyone that went out that was a traitor like Cody like um Christian the other dude even Ari could have blown up her game but didn't everyone kind of had that like unspoken rule that you're not going to blow up the remaining traders as games where Dan kind of like broke that rule I feel like it's like, like unspoken and he was culprit number one for it dude so, you gotta get over it I know but it but it ruined the rest of the game for the so you just want to hear sucks. Dan say that at the reunion I and then you'll s- forgive him I will forgive Dan. I, I always will love Dan. Dan is the best Big Brother player ever. But this isn't Big Brother. This is the Traders. So, Oof. and this I is know. not the house, but and this is not the Bachelor. So I do not have <laughs> anyone's ass for a rose. Exactly. So iconic, Phaedra. Like bless. Like just thank you for being you. I'm gonna. We'll give her a eulogy she, next week. If she, she keeps goes home. Yes, uh, she will. Truly, is the gift that keeps on giving, and she's, she's this season so amazing. This Thank season you. wouldn't Thank be the same Phaedra without Phaedra. No, I, like I just a dedication to Phaedra for being so iconic, and that's it. And, and, and me, me, who has never seen anything Housewives related, and not having any sort of idea who Phaedra Parks is, yeah. and now seeing her on a, a season of The Traders and like everything that she brings to the table, I'm just in awe, and I love yeah. her. I love her, so I'm I'm glad that she was on this cast because it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't see. I was. I. T- I've been telling you, and and you also told me about how iconic Ekansu were and yes. Bergie, and we stand them now. So yeah, there we go. Well, Lord that wraps up. Oh my God, Lord Ekansu. <sighs> Lord not Ekansu. So there's like a few iconic lines. Well, next week or we'll have a list. We need to like have like an award show at the end where we just like we should give us superlatives uh, yeah. yeah superlatives of, or some sort of like something soon. best line from so, yeah we'll, we'll think of something Ooh, or you guys can help us vote so let us know in the comments yeah. thank you for listening um and follow like comment subscribe and we'll see you in the next one <laughs> bye Can't guys. wait bye yeah